Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, help for handling hijackles, those difficult, toxic, and often disturbing people in your life. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I'm here for you. You'll get the insight, skills, strategies, and support to stop tolerating verbal and emotional abuse, whether it's happening now or it happened to you in the past, maybe by a parent, partner, ex, relative, or even a coworker. Time to take life back, to recover and to rediscover you, your values, dreams, desires, and realize them in healthy ways in healthy relationships. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, welcome, welcome, welcome to Save Your Sanity. And I hope you're doing just that because that's within your control. As soon as you realize that you have a person in your life, whether that's your partner, your ex, your parent, a coworker, a sibling, as soon as you realize you have a person who falls in the hijackal category in your life, then you can begin to save your sanity. And that's what I'm dedicated to helping you do with this podcast. And I hope that you are listening to all the episodes. If you're new, welcome. If you're returning, a special welcome because that says you found value. And do invite your friends because they could have their sanity saved as well. If you want to work with me personally, you can do that by going to beaclient.com. Just beaclient.com. Or if you want to interact safely off social media, come over and join my membership program at optimizecircles.com. Optimizecircles.com. So today I want to give you some red flags, and these are constantly flying red flags. You may have become so used to them that you don't notice them. And I want to paint them red again for you. Give them a fresh coat of paint, bright red paint. So you look at them again, they stand out. And this is information, some of it I included in my book, Escaping the Hijackal Trap. So if you find value in what I am talking about today and you want more, pop over to Amazon and put in Escaping the Hijackal Trap or put in my name, Roberta Shaler. Remember you spell Roberta, R-H-O-B-E-R-T-A, and you'll see all my books and you want to choose Escaping the Hijackal Trap. So let's talk about these six constantly flying red flags because they really will tip you off that you are indeed with a hijackal. So if you had a field guide to hijackals, you'd be saved a lot of pain and anger and heartache, right? Because they come in all sorts of packages and shapes and you can't really know if you're with one until you've had him or her around for a while often longer than you wish were so once you find out, right? Because hijackals have camouflage. They're chameleons and they'll mold themselves to fit in almost any circumstances and in anyone else's good graces, at least long enough to capture your interest or have you make promises or engage you or do what I call the gotcha. 
So they can be any color you want them to be for a while. They're not good at staying that color, but they can do it for a while. And they have this extraordinary ability to be just what you want. Again, for a while. And this is all craftily designed to prepare you for the gotcha that's coming. Because once they've gotcha, things change quickly. So you've been romanced, you've told what you wanted to hear, you've been made love to attentively or promised all that you ever wanted. And you were just sure you died and gone to heaven and found your soulmate. Who knew this perfect creature was waiting for you, right? <gasps> wow, how wonderful. And yeah, there are some red flags flying, but you put on your rose-colored glasses as quickly as possible so you can't see them. And those little ripples, which are now maybe a little bit pink with your rose-colored glasses on, that they raised up as you made your way to a commitment, but you brushed them away with excuses or you dismissed them as going through a bad time or not the way he or she always is. And you refused to believe that they were a real part of the package. You wanted to believe that they were just momentary. Okay, if that's true, don't spend one moment beating yourself up, okay? It's natural. You were raised to think this way. You were taught this. You were brought up to be okay with this. So don't beat yourself up at all. That's all part of the seductive nature of hijackals. And sometimes you meet somebody and they just blow you away. Uh, sweep you off your feet and it's absolutely wonderful but then things start to turn after that gotcha and sometimes it's quick I've had a client who was absolutely with the most perfect creature on earth until about one hour after their wedding and he got drunk went off with his friends didn't even bother to come home and from that moment on was a full-blown and obvious visible hijackle Others have been able to keep up enough of the shield to maybe even last two, three years. And by that time, you know, you're just, oh, well, that's one little thing and there's another little thing and you don't really add them up. So today I wanted to share with you six red flags that are constantly visible, but you have to stop being in your usual mindset. You have to stop accepting them. You have to stop saying, oh, that's just the way he or she is, so that you can actually recognize them. Now, I've talked about some of these before, but I want to put them in a different context today so that, again, you can check in with yourself. Ah, is that really happening? So the one is the black and white and all or nothing thinking I've discussed before. That's when one moment you're the best thing that ever happened to him or her, and the very next moment you're this scourge of the earth. One day, the two of you are in complete agreement, and the next day, the hijackal denies ever having agreed to any such thing, couldn't possibly have done so, and never heard about it before. Is that familiar? Happens all the time with hijackals. 
So it's crazy making. It's a flip-flop. It's a right-wrong. It's a yes-no. You live in the world of opposites and contradictions with a hijackal. You know that already. And you never completely know where you stand. You've got a made-up stance in your life. Of course, they love you. Of course, they don't mean to be so miserable. Of course, they want to work on things. Of course, you know, of course, of course. But their deal is uncertainties. So that's part of their need to keep you uncertain and on shaky ground. And why? Well, that gives them a heightened sense of control because they can backtrack or they can deny or they can manipulate. And this all or nothing thinking is unreal and unrealistic. It's extreme. No middle ground. Actually, it's based in perfectionism. Although that seems difficult to believe when faced with the absolutely not perfect behavior of a hijackal, right? It's really more about being right than actually being perfect. Because hijackals can't stand to not be right at any moment. I call that winning in the moment. They have to win in this moment and the next. And if that requires them to say mm, something like, I will do that for you in this moment. And to say, I never said I'd do that for you in the next. Well, that's what they're going to do. And they do it with such conviction and energy and certainty, right? You've noticed that. It's crazy making. And you know that. It erodes your self-esteem. You start second-guessing yourself. You start questioning your sanity. Oh, you know, I say that all the time because it's the truth. All or nothing thinking is what psychologists call cognitive distortion. It creates false dilemmas by thinking in terms of things being black or white rather than understanding most things are shades of gray. And it leads to what we call splitting. And that's the term we use that involves ample and frequent use of terms like always and every and never when those are equally as untrue as the possibility of perfection. So you'll see this when you're dating a hijackal. It's a red flag. You'll see it really after you've been with them for a while. Some person they previously admired and told you about made a minor mistake, and now the admiration has done a 180, and they are contemptuous of that person. And they do that with you too, right? I bet you can think of two or three times or two or three hundred times that this has happened to you. Because hijackals do this within themselves all the time. Here's an example of their self-talk. Because I ate three pieces of pizza and really went off my diet, ah, I might as well give in and eat the whole thing. Or, if this doesn't turn out well, my life might as well be over. That's all or nothing black or white thinking. You might do it too. You might say, I ate that cookie, so that's the end of my diet. I'll start again on Monday. <laughs> I mean, everybody does it a little bit, but hijackals do it constantly. And many people with eating disorders or sex addiction or shopping addiction or alcohol or drug addiction think this way. And when you point out to them they have a choice to stop, you end up being wrong. Because hijackals are really married to their addictions and they're more likely to have addictions than non-hijackals. And depression often results from all or nothing thinking. 
because they'll go to, to whole places like depression. Nothing I do makes any difference. My life is terrible. Nobody loves me. There's no point in living. Thankfully, it's possible to change that thinking for most of us, but hijackals do it all the time, and they're not likely to change. Hijackals are so afraid of making a mistake that they do everything in their power to always say they're right, even if they're not. That's where we get the all-or-nothing thinking from. So, second red flag, they like to leave things vague and uncertain. A hijackal thinks they have more power, and they often do, when they leave you guessing. They, they want you to be uncertain of what they really want or what they really think or what they're really going to do. They might give a few hints, but it's certainly subject to change on their whim at any moment. Just when you think you've nailed down some preference they have, just when you think you're going to do it right this time, they switch gears and change tracks. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Crazy making. So will it be trick or treat time? Which side of them will emerge? Will they want what they wanted yesterday or will they want just the opposite? That's the game. Keep you guessing. Keep themselves in the driver's seat. That's what they're thinking. And it's not like they're purposefully thinking this. This is a desperate need on their part to be right all the time. So they'll do anything to keep themselves believing that they are right all the time. So when they exert power in this way, it allows them to keep you walking on eggshells if you let them. But Today's episode, I really want you to recognize these things so immediately that you can say, ah, that's hijackal behavior. No, I'm not okay with that. Now, you don't go around poking hijackals just like you don't go around poking bears. So you observe it and you say, oh, that's what's going on. No, not having any of that. No, that's not all right with me. No, that's not going to be allowed to stand. I'm just going to quietly say, no, that's not the way I remember it. No, that's not what I promised. No, that's not what you told me. And I'm going to do such and such. And you you move on in that way. So if you don't think you have the right or the ability to clarify your boundaries and maintain them, then you'll go along with them. You'll hate it, you'll resent it, but you'll go along with them because you don't want to make waves and you hope it'll keep your relationship quiet and maybe uneventful. But you've probably understood by now that there's no way to do that until you get the insights and skills you need to change both the relationship with the hijackal and your relationship with yourself. And that's what I help people do. You can come along and work with me. As I said earlier at the beginning of this episode, just go to beaclient.com and you can start with a full one hour session for only $97, beaclient.com. And if you're not quite ready for that, come over to my Safely Off social media membership program where you can engage just like you do on Facebook in discussion groups and talk about specific things, ask your questions. And that's where I spend my time rather than on social media. So just think about this whole business with this uncertainty principle. Hijackals need power and they assume they have it and they want more. And they'll do anything to get it. It feeds them. 
so it's so contradictory. You know, how can a person who is constantly exerting power feel so insecure? That's why we have to have compassion for them. Don't have to enable, please not, don't have to, don't enable or condone their behaviors, but have compassion. They don't know any other way to be. And imagine living in their bodies and in their heads and hearts. They're desperately afraid of not being the center of the world, not being right, not making mistakes. And that's kind of fancy dancing on hot coals every minute. So you can have compassion and you can have empathy. That's kind and that's right. But again, remember, compassion does not equal condoning their behavior or enabling it further. Condoning or enabling is unkind to all concerned especially to yourself. So number three red flag, mismanaged or extreme emotions. Something happens and all hell breaks loose. Even though you've been with this person for months or years, the unpredictability of the response surprises you every time. And it can be really scary too. You think everything's going along well, so you think you could bring up something that's been troubling you for a while. After all, your partner just told you how much you're loved and appreciated and that you could come to him or her with anything and you believe them again. So you bring up your issue in the kindest possible way and explosion. Not only are you caught off guard by the change, you're overwhelmed by the hostility. Ijekos often have rapid mood swings and unpredictable ones. And you've likely noticed that he or she is impulsive. And that impulsivity can be frightening. So should you be impulsive and spontaneous? Watch out. That's their territory. They don't want you doing that. And unless the spur of the moment idea fits exactly with what they wanted to do anyway, you're in for an explosion, a tongue lashing, or the silent treatment. Horrible. And when you two got together, you likely heard a story of how his or her last relationship was with a crazy person who treated him or her badly. In fact, they might tell you of more than one partner who behaved that way. Did you notice when this person showed up as awful and untrustworthy and conniving? Did you wonder about it? I hope so, because that's projection. They were telling you what they are most afraid they are when they make those statements about other people or you. Hijackals are really afraid of being abandoned. I know it's strange because they seem to make a life work of pushing you away. But really, they have a love-hate relationship with you. They're so afraid you'll leave them, even though they're pushing you away with both hands. So imagine how scary that is for you and for them. Hijackals need their person, that's you, their supply, and that need is not always healthy for either of you. Because they're lacking empathy and self-reflection, they don't know who they are or where they are going in life without another person. And that person could be you or their mother or father or boss or child or anyone else, but they're no good alone. And again, very contrary to their constantly pushing you down and shoving you away. So mismanaged emotions are inappropriate responses to their daily life, and they can be exaggerated and theatrical and quite full of drama. 
and you don't want to be a whole part of that any longer. So watch for those mismanaged emotions. Number four, I mentioned it before. I've mentioned it so many times, but they have an unending need to win. And winning can come in many forms. It can mean always being right, which you, if you know a hijackal is an absolute given, he or she is always right and you are always wrong. No matter how tiny the item, winning is what counts. So the denial of anything that does not interest or please the hijackal gets swept under the carpet. Worse, anything the hijackal feels threatened by has to be denied and turned onto the perceived perpetrator. So everything is going to be your fault, right? Because they have to win. Their egos are so fragile that losing is not an option. You may not think of them in terms of being fragile because there's such bulls in china shops most of the time. However, what's causing that bullish behavior is a deep-seated need to never be wrong or perceived as being wrong. So they will argue to the death that it's you that's wrong. Everything is your fault, whether that extends to the weather or the IRS or um, whatever it is that you said in the last two seconds. They need to be right. It's a big red flag. It's always flying. They may do it quietly. They may do it noisily, but they will do it. They must be right. And so therefore, number five goes with it because they have a constant need to blame and you are the handy one. So it's an offensive tactic of blame so that it won't land on them. And you've likely noticed that you're always wrong before you even have the opportunity to speak up about your motives for what you did or said or wanted or needed. You're blamed already. It's always your fault. That'll lead to you feeling downtrodden, beaten up, and generally harassed. And it's a really poor way to go through your days. The purpose of blaming you is to keep you from blaming them. Not that they'll ever accept the blame for anything, but the very idea that they could be at fault for anything threatens them to the core. Therefore, they're constantly on the offensive. And the purpose of blaming you is to keep you from blaming them. And you've probably been in one of those conversations. No, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. And they'll never accept the blame for anything. But it's important to recognize that they have this constant, constant need to blame. So they learn this way in order to survive. And they see everyone and everything as possible threats to that survival. And that includes you. Okay, this is a big deal. You know, you're not going to see it obviously that they see you as a threat because you're going to be so busy feeling and experiencing all the blame that's coming to you. But sit back and ask yourself, okay, I do get blamed a lot. Everything seems to be my fault. Is it my fault? Well, of course it's not your fault. And you need to get some distance from that, some perspective on that, because you will be blamed to deflect any possibility that they might have to take responsibility for their behavior. And you know they won't, so it's going to come down on you. And I hope that you will have a good look at that. Now, you don't argue back with them in the moment. Remember, don't poke hijackles. 
But you observe it and you say something like, that's not the way I remember it. I don't believe that's what I said. No, that was never my motive. You make an assertive remark about what's true for you, but you don't make the hijackal wrong. Now, I've talked about that on other podcasts. I also talk about that on my YouTube channel. You can listen to my YouTube channel. There's hundreds of videos there for you. It's uh, youtube.com slash for, F-O-R, relationship help, H-E-L-P. YouTube.com slash for relationship help. And that will give you lots of more information about these things. And the last one, the last big waving constantly available red flag is their amazing ability to make your jaw drop with the absurdity and grandiosity of their behaviors or claims. I mean, you really can't believe it. You might say to yourself, wow, who says that? Or who does that? Notice when you have that internal thought. That means something. Really? You said that? You did that? You honestly believe that even though the facts don't add up? No one does that. Who do you think you are? That's just wrong on so many levels. And you're caught off guard by the enormity of their chutzpah. Their absolute nerve to assert things so far away from factor and accuracy. In fact, they think this is one of their secret weapons, not that they recognize that they're doing it in the moment. But while you're emotionally caught off guard, your mind suspends its disbelief. And when that happens, sadly enough, you give them some credence and you reduce your own thoughts and feelings accordingly. Oh, am I wrong? Did I make a mistake? soon as they get you to that thought, they're in charge again. You've got to watch for that. Their words or behaviors are so overt and blatant and self-righteous that sometimes you just can't get your head around them. And you must. I mean, you can't even imagine that someone would intentionally be that deceptive or manipulative or exploitative. It's mind-blowing. And then because you don't go down that path and think it's about them. You start thinking it's about you and you start second guessing yourself. And there's the gotcha. They cause you to second guess yourself and question your sanity, not theirs. So hijackles have these secret weapons and you get caught up in the plausible credibility, excuse me, the plausible credibility of their lies. And so do other people. So here are six major constantly flying red flags that should tip you off to a hijackal. Believe me, it's much easier to recognize them in someone else's relationship than in your own. I know that. So don't beat yourself up when you finally recognize that that is what's going on. Whether that's your partner, your ex, your mother, your father, your boss, your sibling, um, whoever it is that you're constantly having trouble with. Because you were programmed to find this behavior acceptable. And now, because you're thinking about these things, and I hope you are, I hope you take some quiet time and deeply think about these things, because this will give you the opportunity to change, to become more strategic within the relationship. You know, some hijackals are incapable, and other, almost all of them are unwilling to respond to their partner in new and healthier ways. 
And the good news is where hijackal behavior is intermittent or only in truly threatening situations, there's a tiny bit of hope that things can be turned around. And I can help you with that. But once you recognize the hijackal behavior, I think your next best step is to learn as much as you can about who you are and what has made this acceptable to you to be treated like this with a hijackal. Unless there's physical or sexual abuse going on in your relationship, take the time to learn as much about who you are and what has made it okay with you at any level to have people like these hijackals behaving this way around you. And then I can help you have a new view and gather new insights and skills and strategies to use within the relationship. And only then is it actually wise to make any decisions about going or staying. And if you have children, it's really important to do all the work you can before leaving the relationship because the relationship has to continue afterwards and you want to set the very best ground that you can. And I can help you with that. I want to help you with that. Don't go off thinking you can handle it. It doesn't work that way. If it worked that way, you wouldn't have been in this relationship for very long, right? So it doesn't work that way. Come on over to my website, transformingrelationship.com. Transformingrelationship.com. New name. You can also get there by going to forrelationshiphelp.com. But I wanted to expand this work. I want to help you transform relationship with anybody and everyone, including yourself. So come on over to transformrelationship.com. Find out all that's there for you. If you're ready to talk to me, just go to beaclient.com. Remember that great offer, just $97 for a full one-hour first session when you're a new client. If you've been my client before, I hope you know the value of that. Come along again when you have an issue. I'm always here for you. Listen to my other podcast, Emotional Savvy, The Relationship Help Show, Emotional Savvy, wherever you like to get your podcasts, or go again to transformingrelationship.com and click on podcasts and you can subscribe there. I'm so glad you were with me today. It's always a pleasure to bring you new insights and new things that can help you have the best life possible and move away from one that really is not working well for you or your children. I hope we'll talk soon and bring your friends along. Everybody needs to know this. We don't want anybody living in denial and not seeing this. We don't want people not getting the help that they could or having the insights they need. So invite your friends and I'll look forward to talking with you soon. Take good care of yourself. You matter. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want, and that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. Life can get better, and you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at 4relationshiphelp.com, F-O-R-relationshiphelp.com, or visit me on YouTube at 4relationshiphelp. 
Join me for next week's show.